This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, the Life Matters Suicide Prevention Trust is a Dunedin group targeting suicide prevention with education and raising awareness in the community. And to that end, the Trust is holding a panel discussion on Thursday to hear from people who are passionate about suicide prevention. Uh, there'll be an opportunity to engage in discussion with the panellists and to ask questions. Let's ask some questions now of Corinda Taylor. Corinda, good to have you with us again on the Awesome Morning Show. Thanks for coming in. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you. We've uh, previously talked about some of the local events and initiatives that uh, Life Matters Suicide Prevention Trust has been involved in. And before perhaps we look ahead to Thursday's panel discussion, why don't we just uh, update ourselves on how things have been for the Trust over the past few months since we last spoke. What's been uh, um, occupying your time? Well, as you know, um, everybody's had a nice Christmas break and holidays, but unfortunately, um, around Christmas time, a lot of people feel a bit down. Um, some people don't have funds to, to buy flash Christmas presents and things like that. So we, we have supported a lot of people over the holiday break, um, so it's been a busy time for us, um, and I guess... Um, we we also started the new year with a lot of um, things on our agenda for this year. So we are planning um, a couple of big events, um, and we've had um, a, we've had a stall at the Brighton Gala Day event, um, and that was really awesome. That was beautiful. Yeah. So part of your role is to actually get out and uh, uh, at those kind of community events and things. Um, and how have you found the response from the general public in those kind of environments? It's been great. Uh, we've had a, a bowl of a jar of a jolly, a lollies on the table. We've had bright That's balloons. a good way of getting them to the table. We've <laughs> had a dog. And it just and yeah. the p- people just come and talk. And next thing they know, they're talking about suicide prevention. The and conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting uh, uh, one to kind of throw up as a general point of conversation because I suppose part of uh, what you're dealing with here has been perhaps a bit of a traditional reluctance to talk about mm. these things openly. Yeah. Is your sense, having now worked with the Trust for some time now, is your sense that there's some changes happening out there in that regard? Definitely. Definitely um, there are some changes. People are just... I guess if we if we start the conversation, it just makes it easier for people to engage with us, and we are there. We are open and on. You know, we have an open, sort of welcoming face to our um, organisation. So, I think people find it easy to talk to us, and they basically just come and offload these stories. You have been extending your network effectively uh, over the past year or so. Um, when uh, the Trust uh, goes about run, running, say, a public event like the one that's coming up on Thursday, uh, what other organisations in the com- community are you connecting with to do these things? So currently we are collaborating with other agencies. Um, one of our two trustees work with Otago Mental Health Support Trust, um, this morning I went to a meeting, a DCAFs meeting, and that is called Stopping the Need in Violence. And they collaborate with all sorts of agencies in town. And there's some really good people out there making a difference. And it's good that we can all work together and hold hands. 
Well, let's talk about Thursday's panel discussion. Um, what have you got planned? So we have a few panellists, um, two from the police. We've got Inspector Mike McIlwraith and um, Nils Bath. We have a nurse educator from the Southern DHB, Colette Ryan. And we have got Grant Cooper from the Targa Mental Health Support Trust. He's, he's a manager there. We're also lucky to have Jane Stevens um, from Hamilton. She lost her son a year, almost a year ago to suicide. And myself. So we will be talking about our experiences um, having lo- both lost sons to suicide. The panel discussion will be um, including the audience. So we want people to participate and ask us questions and give us answers and tell us what went wrong. What can we do better? So what are you hoping for in terms of outcomes from a meeting like Thursdays? I want to see some solutions. I want to hear what people have to say, and I want us to write it up and take it further um, to Ministry of Health, to the government. So it's you really believe that it's at that level that um, the initiative needs to, to come from? Yes, it has to come from the top down, yeah. In the time that you've been together as a trust, um, what sort of messages have been coming through very most strongly about the kinds of supports or the kinds of changes that, that people would like to see? I think a lot of people struggle to engage with the services. Um, uh, you know, some people can't afford to pay the GP's fee. Um, they will go and see their GP and the GP will say, well, you need to be with men- uh, mental health services. And mental health services would say, well, you don't fit the criteria. You're not unwell enough. Yet these people need help of uh, of some kind. And I guess my role is sort of like a coordinator. I kind of look out where these people fit. Uh, so I find them uh, an agency or person in, in Dunedin or elsewhere in New Zealand that can actually walk alongside this person, make sure this person gets therapy and support. So do are you saying we have the supports there but we're not connecting people with them at the right yes. times? Yes. Yeah. And I guess that means we need to be starting early and education's part of um, the drive behind the work that you do. Tell us a little bit about uh, what, if anything, is happening kind of at school level or what you'd like to see? I think um, we we need to talk about mental health in our schools. I think it's not talked about. It's, it's, it's still stigmatised and we need to normalise it. Um, I think in some countries, I think in the States, they they have counsellors already at the moment they start school and and just to normalise it um, if you feel unwell if you have a bit of anxiety or feeling not so great or things aren't so well, going so well at home that there's a safe place that you can go and talk to somebody and to then have somebody to look out for you if you if you do need that extra help make sure you get that help. I, I no no two stories are the same, but when we're talking about young people, say teenagers, for example, who seem to be overrepresented in these kind of statistics, uh, are we hearing from parents that that they were 
shocked, surprised, taken unawares, mm. or um, are we, uh, or is it otherwise? I mean, is it simply the case that a, a lot of what goes on in teenagers' lives is going on outside of parental knowledge in, in general, mm. and therefore it's an easy thing to miss? I think it is easy to miss. Um, teenagers are complicated. The hormones are all over the place. They get up to mischief. And it's easy to misread those um, signs. You, you, you may think, oh, he's just being a teenager. But often, you know, this could be something else going on. Um, mental illness um, uh, often starts in, 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 in those teenage years. And it's easy to confuse that for just being a impossible teenager, somebody who can't get out of bed, somebody who can't sleep at night, um, somebody who's playing up. Um, so, I th- but I, I have heard um, f- from parents who, who said they had no idea. And next thing, they find their child died by suicide. They didn't see the signs, and perhaps we're just not tuned into looking out for those signs um, so this is what we do as a trust to, to alert people to be on the lookout for those um, young people especially who, 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 who show sort of out of, out of character behavior um, you know being caught drink driving or taking drugs or drinking excessively reckless behavior that kind of uh, stuff I'm sure these are just the kind of things that you can look forward to talking about on Thursday night and mm-hmm. other events and meetings you have throughout the year. Um, it's been encouraging t- to see that um, that uh, other groups are starting to spring up here and there. I saw the other day that uh, there's a, a group of Omaru men who have set up a network. Mm-hmm. That's pleasing to see. Are you connected with them in any way or know about what they're up to? No, I haven't connected with them, but I think it's an awesome initiative this is exactly what is needed for those men to to connect because men don't talk. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would love to catch up with them and and maybe start something similar in Dunedin. And uh, I think I saw this on your Facebook page. So you are yeah. keeping abreast of things and changes that are going on oh, and yes. ac- activities and events. Um, what affiliations does? Life Matters have with other health and community agencies. Is there any funding support or anything like that in place, or are you uh, like not in every other not-for-profit and uh, <laughs> seeking yeah. for the necessary funds and things you need to, to do your good work? Yeah, so um, funding applications is a big job, as you know. Um, we do not get funds from the Minister of Health, um, and we we are reliant on donations and we've we've had some real generous don- donations made to us um we'll do fundraising um we had the thieves alley um brighton gala day event and people are really generous with their donations so that's good well let's just remind our listeners Corinda, of uh, thursday's event when and where Right, so it is at the Haven Hall, um, the Salvation Army, 575 Princess Street in Dunedin. I think there's plenty of parking available around the venue. It's a gold coin donation event and we provide supper. I think we have soup and savouries. Uh, What time does it get underway? Starts at 7 o'clock, so we'll start 
sharp on seven o'clock, so be on time. Otherwise, you'll miss out. There's some there's some a little surprise there as well, and we'll have an entertainer. Um, and yeah, bring yourself, bring your friends, your family, your whanau, and ideas. We need ideas. You have um, a regular bereavement support group also running. Tell us a little bit about that. We do. So we meet on the first Tuesday of every month at 5.30 and you do need to enroll and register. We have a, um, a trained uh, coordinate facilitator running this group. Actually, we have three. Um, our original um, facilitator, Sandra Turner, um, had to take some time out beca- because uh, she had health issues. And we had two lovely ladies fill in for her, um, Trisha Bennett and Cinnamon Borum. And they loved it so much, they said they are coming back. So we have three facilitators. We, we only have two um, doing it uh, at any given time, so they'll just interchange. So they'd, they are lovely. And um, so it's like a group therapy session. And how often do they meet? Once a month, Once a month. first uh, right. Tuesday. So if people want to find out any more about that group or indeed about uh, Thursday's event or any other uh, things to do with the Life Matters Suicide Prevention Trust, how can they get in touch? So for the bereavement group, they can contact Sandra on her telephone number at 27 8930 or the Life Matters email address, which is Life Matters Otago, or one word, at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, which is lifematters.org.nz. Or you can go to our Facebook page, which is Life Matters Otago. Um, and the same for the panel discussion. You can contact us through those contact um, email and website and li- uh, Facebook page and our f- contact number for that is 27 Alright, Corinda Taylor, thank you so much for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show and all the best for Thursday's panel discussion and for all the work that the Life Matters Suicide Pre- Prevention Trust is uh, doing in 2016. Thanks, Jeff. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.